Hello and welcome to How to Save Your Planet podcast. I'm Dr. Tara Shine and in this series I'm suggesting how each one of us can play our part in reducing the impact we have on our planet and improve our own lives in the process. To show how everyday habits have an environmental impact, I use examples taken from my book How to Save Your Planet One Object at a Time. In this episode we'll be looking at some of the things that surround us at home. The TV set, our sofa, the ever-popular wood-burning stove, batteries, light bulbs, and yes, your mobile phone. So let's wander into the living room. Follow me. Scientists have issued their starkest warning yet about the danger of climate change. In a dramatic report, the UN's intergovernmental panel... Where is that remote? The world is nowhere near its target of... You'll find a TV set in most homes, rich and poor, around the world. Although, of course, ownership is lower in developing countries and particularly in Africa. Modern TVs have plasma or LCD screens. Both use phosphor gas-filled cells. LCD flat-screen TVs use a potent greenhouse gas called nitrogen trifluoride, which persists in the atmosphere for up to 740 years. TVs are made of many components, including heavy metals like mercury, lead and cadmium, glass, plastic, silicon and fluorescent chemical coating. And that's before your new set is packaged, transported and plugged in to use electricity throughout its lifetime. What can we do to minimise these negative aspects of TV on the environment? Two facts. First, the bigger your TV, the bigger your energy bill. And second, LCD televisions use less energy than plasma. So in choosing your new set, bear in mind that an energy-efficient 32-inch LCD TV will typically use half the power of a model with a 42-inch plasma screen. New TVs carry energy efficiency labels. The scale runs from G, the least efficient, to A, triple plus. Incidentally, one way to save electricity is to switch your set off when it's not in use. Don't just put it on standby. And recycle your old set. In developed countries, there are take-back systems for old TVs that prevent them from going to landfill. Now, it's hard to imagine a living room without a sofa and a range of other chairs. Most comfortable seating these days is treated with chemical fire retardants. The chemicals make the sofa or padded seat less flammable, but a study found that if they do catch fire, toxic gases are released. Here are a few suggestions. Before buying new, consider steam cleaning your sofa or armchair to perk it up. You don't have to buy a steam cleaner. You can hire them by the day or the weekend or borrow one from your neighbour. Reupholster your sofa to give it a second life. Choose naturally water-resistant fabrics such as wool, tweed, cotton and linen. When upgrading, think about acquiring a second-hand sofa rather than buying new. Online buy and sell sites often have sofas that are in great condition. The Forest Stewardship Council, the FSC, runs a scheme which certifies environmentally friendly wood. So when buying new, look for models that use FSC certified wood, as well as recycled materials and natural textiles, such as wool and linen. And when you've finished with your sofa, rehome it, sell it online or give it to your local charity shop. Is your living room floor adorned by a carpet or a rug? Think about this. 
Research shows that manufacturing a nylon carpet uses 80 times more energy and produces 49 times the CO2 of a wool carpet. So go for wool rather than nylon. But there are alternatives to wool carpets too, given that rearing sheep releases methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Look for a floor covering made from sustainably harvested sisal and even seagrass. And you can find fair trade rag rugs made from discarded fabrics. Disposing of old carpet in an environmentally neutral way presents a challenge. In the UK, over 90% goes to landfill and for incineration. As carpet breaks down, it releases toxins into the landfill leachate and these need to be managed carefully to avoid pollution. So when disposing of old carpets, reuse them if you can. Perhaps to suppress weeds or to insulate a compost heap or find a new home for them, such as at the local animal shelter. A living room should be a cosy place. Does yours boast a wood-burning stove? There are more than 1.5 million wood-burning stoves in the UK. Unfortunately, it's estimated that one wood burner generates more particulate matter per hour than 18 diesel passenger cars. What can you do? A good quality wood burning stove is better in terms of climate change and heat efficiency than burning coal or peat, but it still produces air pollutants. Dry wood produces less air pollution than wet wood. Source your wood locally so that the carbon footprint of transporting the wood is reduced. Do check that the wood comes from a sustainably managed forest. You can reduce your emissions to zero by applying for a grant to install a heat pump instead of an open fire or wood burning stove. Maybe think about that. Incredibly, the average home contains 110 batteries. They power everything from watches to TV remotes, mobile phones to hearing aids. Single-use batteries are convenient, cheap and last longer than the rechargeable ones, but they are potentially toxic. There are three types zinc carbon, alkaline and button, the little round ones used in watches and hearing aids. Batteries contain a cocktail of chemicals and a mix of heavy metals which, left in the environment, can leach into the soil and groundwater, causing pollution. Recycling schemes are being established around the world to encourage people and companies to recycle old batteries. So use rechargeable batteries. While they might be slightly more expensive and don't last quite as long with each charge as single-use alkaline batteries, in the long run you'll save money and reduce waste. And when rechargeable batteries eventually stop working, they're recyclable. Now, a word about light bulbs. Their most obvious environmental impact is their energy consumption. LED light bulbs use less energy and save money. So switch the bulbs in your home to LEDs. And also switch your electricity to a renewable energy supplier so that the power supply to your home lighting is zero carbon. And dispose of old bulbs carefully. If you still have incandescent light bulbs in light fittings, be sure to dispose of them in your normal household waste. Don't put them in the glass recycling as they contain metal. LEDs and fluorescent bulbs shouldn't go in your household waste as they contain chemicals such as mercury. Recycle them so that the metals and glass they contain can be reused and so that any toxins are carefully managed. Uh Uh-oh, there was sure to be a mobile phone around somewhere. 
Today, 70% of the global population own a smartphone, amounting to a staggering 6.1 billion phones. There's no denying the effects any mobile phone has in the environment. They range from the extraction of raw materials needed to make it to the energy involved in its production and use, plus the mountains of waste it generates as we upgrade to the latest model. Inside, a phone is packed with a vast array of precious metals, among them gold, aluminium and copper. Gold is used to make the connectors and gold mining is associated with cyanide and mercury poisoning and rainforest destruction in the Amazon. Cobalt is another ingredient needed to make mobile phones and half of the world's cobalt comes from an African nation linked to child labour and environmental pollution. Here's what you can do. First, keep your phone longer. The most sustainable phone is the one you already have. If it's getting slow, a certified phone refurbisher may be able to give it a new lease of life. Sell or trade in your old phone. Many network providers and phone manufacturers offer incentives to offset the cost of a new one. Donate old phones to charity where they are refurbished and sold to raise funds. Have you heard about Fairphones? They've been specifically designed to counter the modern manufacturing trend to build in obsolescence. Fairphones are meant to be repaired, refurbished and reused. They are made with ethically sourced metals and minerals and the company checks back along the supply chain to ensure that stringent social and environmental standards are met and human rights abuses such as child labour are avoided. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening. For more information and many more tips on how to tackle the causes of climate change and protect our biodiversity, do get a copy of my book, How to Save Your Planet, one object at a time, printed with vegetable dyes on sustainably sourced paper. It's available from all good bookshops. Do join me next time for episode three, when we'll take a look into your bedroom. I'm Dr Tara Shine. How to Save Your Planet is a West End Media production for Simon & Schuster. Thank you.